the NOS button. We bought a mic. A fast and we furious mic. A new face of the franchise. Fast and Furious presents. We bought a mic. Salute me, familia. I do want to, I just want to take this time. Hi, welcome to We Bought a Mic. I want to take this time. Have you guys ever thought that Vin Diesel's voice sounds like he's doing a bad Sylvester Stallone impersonation? <laughs> Vin Diesel. Um, kind of? Uh, family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank like you for putting that in my head because I can't unthink it now. He's doing like a really bad impersonation because he doesn't quite have the raspiness of Stallone. But wow. it's it's really hard. To it's hard it. to, to do a Vin Diesel voice just like do a he, bad stallone i <laughs> guess uh, uh, well welcome to we bought a mic guys like wasn't stallone a part of this of like didn't doesn't drew have history with stallone like in his uh oh the poop stuff <sighs> yeah i thought that would be like voldemort we like can't mention his name <laughs> they should put stallone in one of these movies as rocky just recast <laughs> paul walker as sylvester not even stallone. as rocky i want him as his uh grudge match character or Rambo? Just be completely... Don't <laughs> even do Rocky. Just do Grudge Match. That movie, De Niro. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Was that one of those, that, like, direct-to-Redbox things? This is a shit-take episode <laughs> of We Bought a Mic, guys. Well, we have to get all the shit-talking out of the way before we get to this year's <laughs> masterpiece. We're sitting around here talking about movies are dead, cinema's dead in 2019, and lo and behold, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw comes to the rescue. To save cinema as we know it. <laughs> By the way, I'm Hunter. I'm Ernest. And I am Adam Sidorius. Mr. Adam, back again. We yes. just had you on for Midsummer, but we had to have you back again for the new uh, film. Uh, Kino. <laughs> yeah, you have a... Shorty Force. I mean, you have an EP credit on this movie with how hard <laughs> you've been pushing it. They might as well just be sending you a check. Yeah, I mean, you know, me and Dwayne, uh, The Rock, you know, my buddy, we, uh, we go way back. And I, I knew when he told me about this project that it was going to be something really special. Mm-hmm. So I've been really trying to push it. Um, and Statham's a great guy too. Jay, you know, I love him. So yeah, I. I'm oh, just, you, oh, you call him Jay. First name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got D and J. Yeah, <laughs> first D and J. I got them on speed dial. So is speed dial even a thing anymore? I don't know. But, anyways, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about Hobbs Shaw. I think we should get right into it. I mean, we could do a whole preamble about the state of the franchise and the beef between Vin and Rock and what the spinoff even means in the context of the whole series. Artistry just creates forward. that friction, I mean, honestly. Yeah. I mean, when you got a lot of baldness happening, you got a <laughs> lot of beefy, oily dudes with no hair on their head, there's going to be some friction there's gonna be some sparks you've got one really huge beefy oily dude and a slightly smaller beefy oiled up dude who insists that he is the same size as the big dude i'm talking about vin diesel with the rock i was wondering are you talking and about vin diesel or tyrese gibson both um, <laughs> and also Wait, oh, there's don't beef they... with tyrese right yeah I like because um, he was feeling with hobbs and shaw that his uh franchise is going away and then The Rock is getting greedy. And hey, sorry, Tyrese. This was never your franchise, Absolutely buddy. Absolutely not. And <laughs> guess what? He's still in episode... Uh, he's, I was going to say episode nine as if it's Star Wars. It's still in part... <laughs> it's still going to be in... He's still going to be in Fast 90s in the set photos. So he... 
that entire meltdown was for absolutely no reason. Yeah, but The Rock isn't in Fast 9, is he? That we know of, but I doubt it. He might. Know? I mean, they might do a Fate of the Furious type thing where he just kind of... It's honestly hilarious for you watching that movie. Yeah, where you like, can you can tell that they were not ever on set together. Not once. Yeah, no. and Charlize, <laughs> you can tell that they shot all of her stuff in one day in the back of like a dark van. And there's like... Or in the set that looks like a dark van, there's like, all right, so... We can get you out of here by lunchtime if you just kind of bang these out real quick. And she's back in nine, too, which yeah, is she's interesting. Back. Everyone just comes back in these. That's, and that's one thing that I love about this franchise, that everyone that you hate, you see them. Like, I was just watching, um, uh, well, I was watching through a couple different snippets of f- five, six, and seven. And, like, people who you, like, truly hate, like Shaw, you're like, this is an evil person who's going to destroy the world. And now he's just like, I'm just one of the guys now. Yeah, People just get turned, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. But he I, was I'm introduced as, like, the murderer of one of the main guys of Han. Yeah. yeah. And now he has his own movie. <laughs> and honestly, like, that kind of I, – I could try to, like, you know, uh, Charlie in, in It's Always Sunny pin, pinpoint – the the tracking of what this story is and the continuity but i feel like that's kind of a waste of time because they're not they're obviously not telling a story that has a cohesive uh interlocking plot that carries over i think they take a lot of inspiration from david lynch personally (laughs) it's more about leech lynch i see the connection yes i mean you see hunter's connecting the dots i think it's just an ode to david lynch's form of storytelling it's not so much about narrative but just about how they make you feel Mm-hmm. I mean that is mood. true. Yeah, I, and that is cinema at its purest. I yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll get into <laughs> it with this movie, but where the Fast and Furious movies always I fail seems like too harsh of a word, but where they do kind of falter is whenever they try to be very like overly earnest and try and make you care about these like people as if they're not just fucking action figures that are driving cars into each other, (laughs) which is what this is. Like, I don't need Mia to have a whole thing where she's pregnant. So now I care about her and Paul making this out safely. Like they're, I'm watching a cartoon right now and I'm okay with that. Um, well, that being said, let's get into our thoughts. So Adam, I want to start with you. Let's clear it out. <laughs> I know you have a lot riding on this one. The check is on the way. Right. Uh, you're, you're, it's being held you're based on your <laughs> what you say about the movie. Listen, I, me and, like I said, Duane go way back. And it's he, while I am getting a check for this movie, I do want to disclaim, my opinions are genuine. This is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, I have never felt this way in a theater before. I don't think I've ever felt this way for art before. And honestly, I'm a changed man post Hobbs and Shaw. Um, everything about this movie, the style of it, the action, the comedy, the heart, I truly do adore this movie. And I'm not even memeing. Like, I genuinely do love this movie. Um, do you want to get into it. some specifics? Uh, well, I really think it has the best action out of all the Fast and Furious movies. Um, it has the most cartoonish action, um, even more than Fast Five somehow, with the bank vault being dragged around Rio. Or um, in Fast 6 when they had, like, the giant, like, plane strip 
thing. This movie goes full out with like Idris Elba's character when it he's like literally like a robot. They don't even explain no, how it, that's a thing. It's up. It's uh, <laughs> upgrade. Glad uh, that it. movie upgrade. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, yeah. Here's a chip in your brain. Yeah, it's completely like just a cartoon, and I think that's why I love it. Like it is finally. I mean, I know Fate of the Furious kind of you know pushed it a little bit more to the cartoon, but this is the one that fully says nope. There's nothing. There's no logic in this franchise anymore. There's no. There's, there's no physics. There's no rules. There's no rule. I mean, it's in that scene, I'm not. I know we're gonna probably gonna do spoilers later, I guess. But that scene where they're like jumping, he's like running down the side of the building. Yeah, it's in the trailer. It's ridiculous, and I love it. I'm sorry. Like this is exactly what I wanted it to be. I was hyping this movie up for months, and it delivered. Like it just was exactly what I wanted wow. it to be. It was a buddy cop movie with the two of them, and it was perfect on that level. So yeah, I love I am, this movie. I'm so happy for you, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hunter. I'll uh, I do one little stray thought because I did want to definitely bring it up. This is like the funniest movie that I've seen this year. Like um, this in Booksmart is yeah, like, it's really. Okay. I mean, it almost made me wonder like while watching this because I was laughing like out loud multiple times. I was really wondering is this just what this era of studio comedies are? Is that you have to have them. <laughs> insane action you have to have insane action yeah. and then just have two action figures making like little quips at each other and i i enjoyed this movie for what it is um it's hard for me to even like it's hard for me to separate this as like a film <laughs> than from like just a cartoon like we've been saying because i mean this movie breaks the parabola, where in reality, this movie is probably like a six if you're just going to look at it in the perspective for movies in general. But it's so much fun. I just had a fun time in the theater. Vanessa Kirby. Oh, so good. Welcomed addition to the franchise. Yeah. I hope that she comes back in a bigger role. Was she in, and, in Mission Impossible? Yeah. That's yeah, her? Yeah, she's in, in Mission yeah. Impossible. Um, yeah. I, well, I'm going to get back to Mission Impossible Fallout in just a second. Um, but one thing that I did really um now i lost my train of thought by you interrupting me and talking about mission impossible fallout because now i just i can't stop thinking I'm about sorry. Tom Cruise. i did i will say something we, about it being a cartoon up, at crazy action i mission impossible fallout um but one thing that i did miss is that and i guess it's not something that i miss so much is that these are just completely different types of movies in the same genre where this movie, I enjoyed that it doesn't take itself seriously at all, and it just embraces the craziness in a way. But there was a certain point where you lose all ability to relate with these characters in any kind of a meaningful <laughs> way. We're like, at the end of the day, Mission Impossible, yeah, you know, they got crazy gadgets and everything else. But Tom Cruise is like, he's actually hanging on to a helicopter, and you can feel that. Where there are some yeah. moments in this movie... As beautiful as they look and as great of a job as I think David Leach did, uh, really bringing in some of his John Wick atomic blonde hand-to-hand combat style, um, I did just – I missed a little bit of that. Yeah, I mean – and I don't want to divert too much, but like what you're saying about Mission Impossible, like the appealing thing about um, Ethan Hunt as a character is that his entire character is that – at least in my like last rewatch of those films is that his compelling character arc is that he's just overwhelmingly good. And he would go to these such far extremes to do the right thing, no matter what. And he has a very interesting and kind of subtle character arc throughout all like what five, six movies. And with Hobbs and Shaw, 
it's just their caricatures. Like, it's just focusing on the fact that Hobbs is the big, muscly, dumb jock. Yeah. And Statham is, like, this short little, like... Spy kind yeah, of espionage yeah. type. And they're self-aware of that in this movie. Like, they even joke about the fact that that's all they have to offer. And Melissa Kirby even comments on it, like, on several times in the movie. They're like, you're just idiots who argue. That's all you do. You're not even <laughs> effective in this movie. Like, you just let me do the it's job. It's like a studio comedy. That's why I'm, like, yeah, comparing it to like, that, Where it's just, like, you have this one character trait and that's it. And sometimes that's good like that's yeah. fine i did want to bring up because that just reminded me of what i was going to say earlier um this movie there's a case that there's the best acting of any movie in the franchise in here like i said i didn't do a full rewatch of the fast and furious movies but um there's some bad actors in this fast and furious oh, franchise yeah. i mean Ludacris. even okay Ludacris is not even near the bottom of my list. he's not even in my top three of bad actors vin diesel will start there probably the best bad Whoa. actor of all time He's he's not good, but you still like love him. He's the best bad actor of all time. Um, I'm sorry, R.I.P. Paul Walker. Paul Walker's not a good actor. Yeah, it's pretty bad. He's an action actor. I see. That's what I always loved about Paul Walker. He, I think, he even knew that to an extent. Like he never tried to go full thespian. Mm-hmm. He's just a bro. It wasn't like, in just, his repertoire. There's so many times where, and also, I think that at the top of the list is Mia. Um, I don't. Even oh, Georgiana Brewster. Yeah, uh, she's yeah. bad. She's she like I think that she actually gives a solid performance in the first Fast and Furious movie. Right. And then I think it goes downhill from there. Then I think she's four like, is oh, her worst shit, one. I'm tied into a franchise yeah. now. Like, uh. But then even in the later ones, it's just like, what's her character trait? She's a mom, so she's kind of off over here because we don't know how to write for her character. Yeah. Um, where this, like, Dwayne Johnson is a really good... He's probably the biggest movie star that we have right now. I think Jason Statham is a super underrated actor. I think that now he's gotten so typecast into being an action star with the transporter movies. And he has this look about him that you just don't trust him whenever you see him. And I think he's been a little bit typecast, but I think he's a good actor. Idris Elba is an awesome actor. He's great in this, I thought. And Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. Vanessa Kirby is really, I would actually say she might be the best performance in the film. And look, I'm happy for you. Don't break my heart, Ernest. (laughs) (laughs) This is all I have. I'm happy that this is a fun time at the movies and that this is an enjoyable romp. But I don't know what how to break this to you. I did not care for this movie. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I tried. I literally I went in with hopes and aspirations that was your problem <laughs> uh, i guess i guess it you is. put those in it you check those in at the door honestly. yeah i maybe yeah maybe that was it i i kept waiting for the mo- and there are you know there are moments where i i genuinely felt the movie land what it was trying to do well yeah uh mainly when it is a fast and furious movie when we get the cars and the action um but so much of this movie isn't that right and i i kind of feel like the rock is not a good actor like i there were moments where i i was kind of in it like by the time we get to his like homeland at the end of the movie i was like okay there's some good stuff here he's 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 reaching for something a little a little deeper but it, there's just so it's this movie is very flippant 
And like what kind of what you're saying about it just being like there's no gravitas to it all. And it's just it, it's just craziness for the sake of it. Um, that just made it so I could tell that a lot of the performances were kind of half assed in a way. But there were sequences where I did think that it worked like Statham, I think, is great. I, I really think he's good. Uh, even like some of his comedic timing is really effective. Yeah. yeah, it's surprisingly really good. Yeah, um, a lot of the humor here fell flat, and we'll talk about some of the cameos and spoilers that we get here. And there's one in particular that really did not work for me. Yep, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I never. Uh, I don't know. It might surprise you, um, but overall, I'd say this movie's pretty average. Um, there were moments where like I genuinely thought it was well made and fun and entertaining um i do like the fact that i mean it's in the trailer so i can talk about it but the fact that we go to samoa i i doubt they shot it in samoa they shot it in hawaii okay oh okay gotcha yeah i mean it looks beautiful because i know he's doing interviews like in uh i don't know if in samoa he's doing interviews out of the country flew like interviewers out there oh really yeah to do it so they did some sort of which is once again samoa's kind of getting shit on just like moana you know, casting The Rock, who is a Samoan player to, character to play a yeah, or a Samoan actor to play a Hawaiian character in Hawaii and Samoa, or well, it is to... Samoa. Oh. It's not Hawaii. Even if they, it's not Hawaii in the film. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Moana. Oh, Moana. But oh, I'm just talking about <laughs> Samoa in general. Gang shit on once again. Yeah, <laughs> not... yeah. It's not the the most wholesome, well rounded representation, <laughs> but. I do like the fact that this movie went there, you know, that yeah. we have this this series has always been multicultural for yeah. since the beginning and it, it it just makes sense for the family aspect to be taken to yeah. the roots of where this character is from and not just where this character is from but where the rock is from. And I that's one of like the more interesting wrinkles I found is that at a certain point like we're not watching luke hobbs we're just seeing the rock yeah it's just the rock well i mean that's even the thing they even wrote i think his fast five character like just with the idea of the rock playing that character because they wanted someone to kind of bring his wwe persona Mm. of the rock into this as a cop character because he's a real hard ass he really wants to you know if he takes down criminals that'll be really cool and if you watch fast five it's kind of different i mean he still like does one-liners and hop and shaw but in fast five it's like he's really aggressive and really mean and kind of intimidating like he really is he's got the goatee yeah, it's, cr- it's That's honestly, right. yeah. Yeah. He should so, bring that back. He looks good with a goatee. Yeah, honestly, I kind of miss it. Like, yeah. He brought it back for uh, Fate of the Furious, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, now I kind of just miss it. He has like a clean shaven face. And yeah. I, uh, it's almost like Hobbs is not Hobbs without the goatee. <laughs> See, it's just, yeah. the it's just the rock. Yeah. <laughs> you can always tell when he's busy between movies because every time he's like clean shaven, it's because he has another Jumanji movie coming well, out. I mean, he always shoots like five movies at once. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He just wears the same t shirt for all of them, <laughs> the same like gray toned shirt. Uh, any spoiler free thoughts before we get into some, some spoiler stuff? Um, I mean, I. I do kind of. I think that this movie is like probably about twenty minutes too long. Yeah. Okay. Um, thanks. Thanks for mentioning that because there was some moments where there's I, a definite lull at one point. In the I movie was like really feeling the. It's run just time. going full in on family, but they don't. 
They don't really say the word family. They don't, not good. once. Like, it's, it's weird. It's really weird. Actually, there is a moment where uh, Shaw says family. Oh, well, but like... The when rock, they, they're like, no, you can't. When they get to like, Samoa, it's like... Because my friend Joe was like, trying to talk about it. He said it's almost as if they were trying to go around the word family. It's almost as if like, Vin Diesel uh, has copyrighted the term family. <laughs> yeah. And they can't use it for legal reasons. Just like... like <laughs> Dwayne, you can have the spinoff movie, but you do not get my word. That is my word. Family is. You know my how thing. they were like holding off on saying Avengers Assemble until Endgame. They're yeah. holding off on saying Family again until Fast Nine. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, there are now that I'm thinking back, there are some good uh, directorial choices by uh, Mr. Leach. There that was were, the highlight for me. Yeah, like, there's some good yeah. uh, uses of a uh, little color here and there. Uh, I like at the very beginning how they juxtapose the, the color. Yeah. Uh, timing of each oh, that, character. Yeah, no, the that's the best. with the cools. I think that was my favorite I loved it. part of the entire movie was the opening, the split, the split screen. screen. That was, yeah. That was just that's, great. That's great cool. creative choice. Yeah. There are some moments where I thought it could have, that Leech's kind of action-driven directing could have been more prevalent. Um, there's some sequences where we have two action sequences happening in two different locations and we're cutting between the two of them and i found it very disorienting like i could i could barely follow one thing and then you're cutting to another thing that i can hardly follow and then you're just cutting back and forth um so that was a little disappointing because i know the guy is capable i mean he made john wick like Mm -hmm. he's capable of doing very clean choreographed stuff and there there is some of that stuff in this movie um, particularly with Jason Statham. I think I was surprised uh, that I, f- I guess I forgot how good he is at fight sequences. Yeah, yeah there's one does, particular He does all of his own stunts, yeah. doesn't he? Um, or like, uh, doesn't he do his own stunts? I think he tries to. Like he, 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 It looks like he does a lot of it. Yeah, like, I'm or sure they, he doesn't do all of them, but I'm sure, but I, I do admire the fact that he at least tries to. Yeah. Yeah, that's really admirable. Um. So, yeah, I mean, overall... I thought the movie was fine. You know, there's some good stuff here and there. There's some solid acting. I really, really did enjoy Vanessa Kirby. I thought her dynamic with uh, Jason Statham was really great. Uh, I don't know about The Rock. I, I, he just didn't bring it for me. I, I usually like The Rock, but in this movie, it just felt a little, a little autopilot. Maybe I don't know if if that's the right term, but it, it he is it. Maybe I was expecting too much again with my with my preconceptions, but if this is his movie, it's Hobbs and Shaw, and you're seeing this like personal backstory of the character and of the man. I just kind of wanted a little more, and there's like little moments where we get that, you know, with the brother, that whole thing. Right. I found that mm-hmm. to be like fairly effective, but throughout the whole movie, I was just. I rolled my eyes a lot during this movie, and I don't think that I was expecting to as much. Well, I'm going to pose this question for you. Um, <laughs> who has better chemistry, The Rock and Vanessa Kirby or The Rock and Jason Statham? Oh, definitely Vanessa Kirby. and Or, or I, actually, I was going to say um, Vanessa Kirby and Jason Statham. Okay. I think that The Rock and... In Jason Statham, I think that in this, I think that they go and fuck. After well, the, the, credits roll, the, like. the shots where it's like dead on, like them looking into the camera, like throwing insults at each other. So that good. was great. I loved it. Like that hard cut. Well, I, I guess it's not exactly a spoiler, but that hard cut to them, like meeting each other for the first time. Yes. Hilarious. Yeah. Awesome. Most well, of that is works. Really that's well. why I love, I love the way that it was set up the opening shot because you have 
The Rock is walking from right to left screen, and then you have Statham walking from left to right. And it's like they're moving towards each other without even realizing it. And that's why I love that back and forth that we get in the opening moments. Then it ends with them coming into the white room and meeting each other, being like, this fucking guy? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's- <laughs> I think my, my biggest issue with the movie, uh, more than anything else, is the structure of it. Like, the, how the story is told. Because essentially, um, I guess... I guess we can transition into spoilers now so that I can kind of lay out my take here. So, right. so, you know, obviously, Adam, you're riding hard for it. Hunter, <laughs> you give it a solid thumbs up. I, I it's, it's, a, don't expect anything. Like, it's, you're watching a cartoon. I like would put that on the poster. Do not expect anything. <laughs> <Do> not expect <laughs> anything. And you'll have a fun time. I did, I slammed a couple of white claws in the parking lot. Maybe before that's, I, went inside the theater. I was missing some blood alcohol content. <laughs> I, I think, think that's that, what was happening. That was, that helped. I, uh, I would say I, I, uh, very uh, lukewarm recommendation Luke for warm. <laughs> Lucas warm recommendation. Luke Hobbs, Luke Hobbs warm. recommendation. Uh, for a lazy Saturday afternoon on your couch, uh, plop it on. You'll have a great time. I I'd say don't run out to the theater unless you're obviously invested in this uh, franchise. I think we can agree with that. Yeah, and I clearly very much am. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I I would also uh, second that. Except I would say do go to the theater because I really need this movie to do well for my summer movie wager. So oh yeah, that's true. And already... it is doing very guys, well. It's gonna okay. make 180 million worldwide. Guys, I really need it because I fucked up Detective Pikachu. So <laughs> I really high. need. You this, really guys. need Hobbs and Shaw to hit. I really need it, guys. So yeah, spoilers. Uh, if you want to stick around. If you if you don't want to know, then you know obviously pause and come back. But keep listening if you don't uh, care otherwise. But spoilers now. Um, my whole thing with this movie is the structure, the story that's being told, the the way it's told. We already mentioned how long it is. How this is what like almost two fifteen maybe yeah, two eighteen. Yeah. It doesn't like need yeah. to be that long. And there's like so okay. So essentially, we get uh, Vanessa Kirby as the same thing as Mission Impossible 2, uh, where what's her name from Westworld uh, gets. Oh, Fanny uh, Newton? Yeah, yeah, gets injected with a virus. Oh, I forgot about that. And, and, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And uh, 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 Ethan Hunt has to, has to protect her and save her and extract the virus. So, literally, exactly the same thing. Wow. And Idris Elba is running after her trying to get the virus because he's bad guy. Can I honestly say I love the opening to this movie? Just like the way, like it's like the music and the like natal drops kick in, and like it matches kind of like the bullets and the punches going. Like it was honestly really cool the way they did that. Yeah, um, I haven't actually seen Atomic Blonde, but I've heard that it's a lot like Atomic Blonde. Yeah, kind of has that kind of punchiness with the soundtrack and everything else like that. Yeah, honestly, Atomic Blonde the fight sequences are like ten out of ten. The rest of it's like a six out of ten. But the fighting in that movie and the choreography and the way it's just framed and shot. Yeah, Leech is, Leech is a talented director. I mean, did he do the he's first a John Wick coordinator? Yeah. So okay, with uh, too, right? with Chad Stileski. So yeah, that I mean quick sidebar about that whole thing because i was actually just listening to an interview with him um so he actually doesn't have directing credits on that movie but him and stahelski did the exact same amount of money Mm -hmm. but there was this whole thing with the dga where the dga they're not registered as a duo they gave them the go-ahead to do it and they're just like yeah we'll figure it out and then it came down to the time they're like well you have to pick one of you and you basically have to do like a coin flip between the two of you and who's gonna do what damn 
and totally fucked him over and they were just like well i mean we can e- you can either drop it or you can call up lawyers but that's how it works and everything else like that which is so fucked that well they like, could just register as a duo like the quote but the they Cullen wanted brothers. to be able to do their own thing like chad wanted to keep making the john wick movies mm. and he's just like i didn't oh, realize I that's how that worked that. that's really fucked up yeah yeah it's, and, it's really weird anyway my my whole my whole take was that um so the we have this device of this girl that um is being chased by the idris character and it just really kind of got on my nerves how they structured the movie to be like okay we get this great action sequence in london where idris doesn't get her and she gets away and then we have this another great action sequence in in the ukraine which serves exactly the same purpose except that now she has this device but there's so much in between that just feels like filler where you have these two big action set pieces that have essentially the same purpose of like she gets away with them and he's so close to getting them it felt very redundant i can't argue with you because you're completely right and honestly yeah like the story of this movie is completely (laughs) if you even want to call it that a story that's a very liberal term of the word story (laughs) but i will say this i was in all what two hours and 15 minutes of this movie i was never bored which is saying something because i i don't know it's a long movie but like i genuinely like you know it starts off with the action sequence and then it goes to like a good 20 ish minutes of comedy mm-hmm. and it worked for me like i was totally into all that and then you have that big like attack with idris elba's character and that stuff. worked for me and then more comedy and then you go to ukraine that worked like so it was I, a good ebb and flow for you yeah just for me like i like it's exactly what i wanted and honestly i've been hyping up this movie for so long and i was kind of scared i'm like oh is this like not going to be funny is this not is the action not going to hit and honestly on both accounts it both hit for me, like, on every level. Like, I thought the comedy worked really well. Only, like, very few jokes didn't land for me. But I think, for the most part, like, all the one-liners they're going back and forth with all worked for me. Um, most of the cameos worked for me. Um, but then the action, I thought, was just really cool and really made the movie. I, I mean, I do kind of agree that on both fronts that where it doesn't exactly serve a narrative purpose, which leads to there is a, a fundamental problem with this movie and its story, which is that... Uh, the Rock and they never lose any of their fights. Like, oh yeah, there's that whole article. Movie, no, yeah, but like in an action movie, you have to have the hero has to get beaten down. They yeah. have to get their. There has ass to be kicked. a moment where they kind of hit a, a certain. You have rock to hit bottom. a rock bottom and then build your way back up. Where this is just like, man, that was a close one. We just got out of that. Let's go fight again. Oh man, that was a close one again. Yeah. Oh, let's go fight a third time. Oh, and we we beat him. And this maybe time. that's why John Wick is so appealing because like at the end of two, John Wick is genuinely hurt, and yeah. you don't know how he's gonna get out mm-hmm. of it alive. Um, not to shit on my favorite movie of all time, Hobbs and Shaw, but I'm just saying that there's a certain appeal when John Wick 3 starts and he opens in New York and he has nowhere to go. And he's like bleeding and like, you're just like, what the fuck's gonna happen? You're immediately on his side. You're like, how the hell is he gonna get out of this? There's a vulnerability to him, even though he's like so talented. I mean, this just goes back to, I, when we reviewed John Wick 3, I compare that to a video game. Um, but when comparing Hobbs and Shaw to a cartoon, it, yeah, it makes sense that there's a there's a flippant nature to it. I just keep thinking about like this moment in the the London sequence where they're you mentioned it earlier when they're rappelling down the building, and in my head I just couldn't help but think like, man, 
The Rock would have the craziest rope burn on his arm right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's like it's a cartoon. But that's what so. adds to the charm for me because it's like when they fucking land, like what thirty feet above the ground, and like he lands on top of a car, he <laughs> lands in the glass, and they just get up and start fighting again. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, man. I mean, sure, yeah, why not? You guys like, are concussed as hell and probably have multiple broken bones, but that, it's fine. That chase that ensues on the motorcycle is I love this. one of the best parts of the movie. <laughs> I love the way. That, I think that is my favorite. When he drives up the, the wall, I was like. I just was like, thank and, you. And thank the you. way the bike like shifts itself yeah. so that he can get underneath the trucks. See, that's what I really liked because like they don't explain a lot, like you said earlier, but I liked the fact that there was so much detail put into like they don't explain it, but like the little things like the way his bike always comes back to him and the way like it maneuvers around like cars and what it's built for. And the same way like what his suit does and like what his eyes do and how it can lock targets and velocity if the hits. I was just like, this is so wacky yeah, and so out there. He's like Iron Man. But so imaginative, I thought. Like, I was really into it, that entire aspect. Yeah, no, I I agree. I thought that it was really cool. I'm glad that they didn't explain any of that. I did no, not no, need I agree. another exposition yeah. scene. <laughs> no, totally. Just like, look at this nanotech that we're building. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, a, I'm glad that we were just, like, thrown into it. Like, even at the beginning, like, with his all the tech during that fight sequence, I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, let's, let's, just, let's well, do it. Like, I mean, Fate of the Furious really set up that just, like... The rules of our world, like this, does not exist in our world. They block like yeah. a submarine. Oh yeah, car, oh, yeah. Like car a, versus a, submarine. A car versus submarine is a thing that actually happened, <laughs> and Cars won. So yeah. that kind of tells you right now, like just what to expect out of this franchise. So I don't mind that like physics don't exist in this world. I mean, shit. There's a point in Fast Six where they're on the freeway and. The rock or uh, Vin Diesel propels himself out of the car as it's crashing and grabs so Letty good. out of midair and then like falls back on his back and then just a like, whole gets highway over away. too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It doesn't yeah. make any sense, but like, who cares? And they see, had to put a disclaimer at the end of Fast Five to just be like, hey, so uh, these aren't real cars, and you're like, yeah, I know. That's not, <laughs> yeah. what, that's not what happens in real life. There were there were some shots in this movie that it looked like real cars. I mean, obviously. CGI effects are incredible nowadays and they can make a fake car crash in a computer. Right. But it looked pretty convincing. Well, I think that, I think that the London sequence had the most practical stuff yeah, in it. Out that, of it yeah, that's real. what I was going to say. Especially, I mean, I they go to Russia, Ukraine. I think that's because they really did have a McLaren on set and they can't like really, <laughs> yeah. I think they legally have to have it like driven around for like that sponsorship thing. Yeah. So they were having like all these uh, yeah. shots of like him speeding around during the street, but then that's it. Like once they go under the cars and stuff, it's CGI. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that was the stuff in Samoa too, with like the, how the cars like see, uh, attached to each other you can always tell when like it's real and then when they switch to cgi yeah it's like when they're driving i'm like okay i can see like there's explosions going on and sure they can drive around that and there's like stuntmen in there sure but like but when it starts lifting obviously it's like there's like absolutely no chance like it's it's so obviously cgi so you mentioned exposition dumps and i want to talk about what i was referencing as the cameo that really boy deadpool really 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 Took me out of this movie. I, Mr. Ryan Reynolds. I love this. So had much. to bring David Leach had to bring back his uh, buddy from Deadpool too. I did not like any second that this guy was in this movie. Wow. Although we got Rob Delaney in there. Yeah, I was gonna so say I was a happy that was the best that. part was that we got Rob Delaney oh. out of the, as soon as he popped up. Like people applauded whenever uh, whenever Ryan Reynolds showed up on screen. I just went like yes. As soon as I saw Rob Delaney, <laughs> I'm CIA. I know. How do you know? 
black shoes, rainy day, disconcerting look. <laughs> sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, sunglasses. Uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, uh, what are you doing? It's a Fast and Furious movie. What the hell are you doing? You I, have your own franchise. Get out of here. I just thought it was fun. Like, I, like, it, it honestly shocked the hell out of me. Like, the first time I saw this, I was, like, I was at the screening, and... I almost dropped my popcorn. I'm like, what is he doing in this movie? <laughs> like, like I was explaining this movie for months, and then Ryan Reynolds pops up out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it's so like the, shocking. The Game of Thrones jokes were the biggest eye roll. See, I... yeah, that's the one thing I can agree with. That oh, I was just like, why? Hey, here's a tidbit for screeners: keep like current pop culture things out of your. Okay, oh, yeah, they were referencing last season. Then, yeah, yeah, well, then it's like it's not funny in like six months from now like yeah. i don't it's already like comes across a little bit stale like i mean what do you nobody, say like john snow fucked his aunt i'm like yeah that yeah. was like last season guys yeah. Let's yeah. like yeah he's like john snow fucks his aunt and then he kills her it's just like i i guess like i why did we why did we need that like that i didn't i did not enjoy that that was to me the worst cameo but i will say i've said multiple times on this show i am not a kevin hart fan at all Solid cameo. I liked his cameo. I liked it too. That, that I actually was... really he and he was the only real cameo with a purpose that actually like mm-hmm. helped advance the story. the story in some kind and of a way. He was genuinely funny. Like yeah. I, I as soon as I saw his face, I was like, God damn it! Yeah, and then, <laughs> got the biggest reaction. From and the then crowd. every joke landed yeah. from there. Even when it he's, was funny, yeah. When he's doing like kind of like a, a Keith David impersonation yeah, it, was, it sounded yeah. like <laughs> oh what are you talking about this is my voice, this is my voice. <laughs> <laughs> it was good it was good yeah. uh, and then what, we got some like the bathroom later it's like mm, i'm in my lair yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah that was funny <laughs> were there any other cameos i guess I helen helen mirren um yeah helen she's mirren been, popped up uh, she was in she only movies. only kind of counts i guess just for us i guess yeah um she was i mean she was in six i think uh eight. Oh, was she in eight yeah okay. it was the last one yeah, yeah um yeah, I mean, good to see Helen Mirren. It's crazy how, like, you can go to prison and your hair can still look perfect. Oh, yeah, totally. Perfectly well, I mean, did you manicured. see her cell? It looked super chill. Yeah. She just chilling there with some Sudoku and, like, <laughs> just hanging out. I wouldn't even need to get broken out. I'd just be like, no, nah, I'm good. I got the TV in here. Yeah. Uh, I got I Netflix. Want, I want to jump to the big Samoa stuff because I thought that. We got to skip past Chernobyl. Oh, Chernobyl 2? <laughs> they single-handedly caused Chernobyl 2? Yeah, that, like that's what I'm saying. That whole thing just felt very redundant to me. It's like we got such a great London set piece, and then all of the Ukraine stuff, I was like, eh. Before we uh, move all the way to Samoa, what did you think about Idris Elba? Overall, solid. Uh, Better I than he... Charlize and Fate? Yes. Because he's definitely. actually there on set. I know yeah. I ride and die for this franchise, but Charlie's Nate is just, <laughs> I, I can just, I don't need her ever again in this movie. I love her, but I, I yeah. it's so gets, bad. I think she gets turned and becomes part of La Familia. Oh my God. <laughs> Jeez. I no, wouldn't be surprised at this my point. Biggest, my biggest gripe with the Idris stuff wasn't even Idris. It was that like waveform that he was talking to. I was like, what the hell are we doing? Well, I mean, that's what, a setup for this? something. I Did you guys stay for the credits of this movie? I stayed for the mid-credits. I didn't know there was a post-credit scene afterwards. Do you want me to spoil it? Yeah, just I, go. I'm not going to There's not even anything to spoil. It's just another Ryan Reynolds scene where he, he finds out how to... Because you know earlier how he's talking about stabbing a guy with a brick. Yeah, he oh, figures out how to do it and he stabs the guy with a brick, and that's all it is. Oh, so, so you don't find out who? The no, see, I stayed at the end because I was like, oh, is it going to be like a big cameo again? 
Uh, my Han's friend not actually dead. I, I was going to bring that up. Uh, my friend actually said, he leaned over to me, because I saw this a second time on Thursday, completely wasted. And my friend leaned over to me halfway through. He said, is it Ryan Reynolds, the director? I'm like, I didn't say anything, but I'm like, holy shit, what if it was? Like, <laughs> what a great cameo that would be. Um, but there's a rumor that Keanu Reeves was supposed to be in this movie, but didn't, like, couldn't do it because of John Wick. And I'm wondering if that was true that he was supposed to be in the movie, and what if he was supposed to be the director? And mm. they said in interviews, well, is that, there someone credited with the voice? Uh, I I don't me, I don't know, but like they um, and they even said I think it was what is it Stahel- no Stahelski the one that did this or uh, no this was uh, David Leach David Leach my bad um he even said in interviews he said yeah no obviously I'd like I'd love to have Keanu in these movies maybe the next one, so I'm kind of hoping Keanu Reeves is the villain in Hobbs and Shaw too. So, uh, is this just going to be its own thing? Are, are I, Hobbs and Shaw not going to ever meet up with the main the, crew anymore? The producers said, like, a really kind of shitty and vague answer. They said, this is almost like the MCU now. You know, how they have spinoff movies, but then they always come back for your Avengers movies. So, you never know. That's what they said. So, I, I don't know. Like, it depends if they can ever, like, Vin Diesel can ever, like... <laughs> You know, I, make amends. I missed a lot of the core fast stuff in this movie. You know, the the, the dynamic of the team, the reliance on having a car do anything and everything that right. the story demands it to. Um, you know, they, they put the little, little Fast and Furious presents at the top. But this, honestly, it, it's its own thing. Like, they, they took the yeah. characters and the success... And piggybacked off to something else that's just like it's a big, crazy, dumb action movie. The references to the other movies are like so vague. Like, I mean, if Helen Mirren wasn't in this movie, I would say there's like absolutely no connection to the other movies. Like, aside from like the names, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, other than the character names, and like, I mean, even they have like a different daughter in this movie that for The Rock, like they recast the daughter, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's just like just little like details. And I'm not complaining, it's just kind of interesting mm-hmm. how they're I really do think they want to bank on this being its own franchise at some point. Um, I mean, The Rock has the pull. Uh, you yeah. know, he I mean, he's had some duds like Baywatch and Right. Skyscraper and probably a lot more, but he can when he hits, he hits hard. Um but, Literally, yeah. But I, I want to move to the Samoa stuff because I, I thought that this was probably the strongest part of the film. I, I wish that we would have gotten this a little bit earlier and trimmed up some of the other stuff. Um, because I just, I really like it. It's a nice change of pace, you know, seeing this setting, this culture, uh, the people there, the custom shop. The um, some genuinely good humor too, like when the mom throws like the um, the chancla, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. from a hat, like a like all the way up on the porch. Yeah. It's genuinely funny, yeah, yeah. And then the whole action set piece that happens there, <laughs> so bonkers. It's crazy, so yeah. fucking bonkers with the helicopter. I, before we get to the that though, we had the uh, the whole sunset view with Vanessa Kirby and The Rock, which I just did not buy their chemistry oh, whatsoever. Zero chemistry. I just did not. Not at the all. The entire movie. Yeah, when they kiss, I'm like, oh, we're doing this right now. Yeah, like I'm glad, <laughs> it felt I'm glad they didn't end with them just being like, I'm your new stepmom, like, uh, oh, and like no. her being because I did not want that at all. Like, yeah, they just have no chemistry whatsoever. That I was like, yeah, none. One, one of the <laughs> one of the biggest. Uh, flaws of this whole thing is like so Vanessa Kirby's hooked up to a timer it says 30 minutes on it so clearly <laughs> we know yeah. that there is a time 
limit to the events that are about to unfold. Right. The scene starts at night. It's clearly night. It's dusk. It's dark as hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they say it's... Darkest they they the said dawn. something about, like, oh, it's going to be, like, uh, dusk in a few hours or whatever, or in, like, a few minutes. But, like, it's so obvious, like, what and they're then, doing. And like, then uh, <laughs> we see her uh, timer a little while later. It's down to, like, what, 20, 25 minutes? And they're having, so. like, a Return of the King-level battle right yeah. now. And <laughs> like, yeah. It's a huge battle <laughs> in the fucking broad daylight. It's awesome. David so is just like, I really picture... This battle taking place at dawn, and they're just like, "Yeah, it's gonna like add like another twelve days to the shoot." And he's just like, "All right, now nah, fuck See, it, we I got think, this one shot." Well, there's the one it. shot of the helicopter flying with the sun rising right behind. I, yeah, we had a we had our apocalypse now shot. <laughs> I think this was Dwayne and Leech's uh, way to pay homage to Midsummer and the way that it's always <laughs> sunlight. Uh, it's only occasionally dark in Samoa, and then. <laughs> it starts like downpouring and it gets dark again. Yeah. So at that point I was just like, all right, because the big moody end. battle Let has to happen. End. My friend, uh, cause we, I have a podcast and my co-host was with me when, uh, we saw it on Thursday night and halfway, I think it was the scene where they're like slow motion punching each other. And he literally turned to me and he said, I hope you're happy. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> and you were, I was absolutely happy. I was ecstatic to be I, there. It's just, it was one of those things where there's no cohesion to it, but at the same time, like, who even cares? Like, I'm not here to see, like, a steady day play out in this world. I just want to see people punch each other and drive cars into helicopters. Like, when he, um, when they shake hands, they're like, I got your back, brother. I'm like, (laughs) bravo. Like, honestly, like, A+. They're family. It took him to the very end of the movie (laughs) to finally be like, you know, we should work together. Yeah, I know. We should collaborate. (laughs) See, that's, like, I do like that, though. Like, the movie is kind of self-aware of that. Like, even when Idris Elba's, like, interrogating them, they're like, you know, it's the fate of the world, and you guys can't even get along together. Like, 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 what's your deal? Like, you're the worst people ever <laughs> and like um i think even delaney and ryan reynolds say it like earlier in the movie like, oh, you'd think yes. they'd be able to put aside their differences for the fate of the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like i just i really like that and the fact they just didn't do it until, until the very last yeah second. yeah until the climax of the film yeah all right any any other thoughts on um fast and furious presents hobbs and shock yeah i mean I mean, what more can you say about a masterpiece? Honestly, it's just, I, (laughs) it's just honestly, it's, look, in all honesty, it's everything I wanted it to be. I just wanted a big, dumb B movie for the summer. And honestly, it's exactly that. Like, I just thought it hit every note it tried to hit. Um, I'm a big fan of the Fast and Furious franchise anyways, but I'd say other than like five and seven, this is probably like my third favorite. Okay. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you where it fits Upper tier. Yeah, like, um, I put it, like, on a little bit above six. I really like six, too, but this is, like, I, I love this movie. Like, I could easily, like, rewatch this all the time. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, you, like, I wasn't, I did, wasn't expecting Citizen Kane out of Hop- Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, so <laughs> I, I had a fun time in the theater. It's just a fun movie to just kind of turn your brain off to. Um, I'd probably put it... I'm going off the top of my head here, but I'd probably put five, six, and one ahead of this one. Really? The the very first I one. I like the first one. The first, the first one's first a fun one, movie, yeah. The first one is actually a movie about cars and it's, also yeah. has some of the best lines of well, any movie. It's so dated, franchise. but I still love it. One, yeah. thing, one thing I was thinking of, as our heroes are causing Chernobyl 2 in the middle of this <laughs> fucking movie, I was like, damn, this all started 
with some guys like we're driving not, like, trying cars. to steal PVs off they, they a trailer. Trying, no, they're trying to steal like VCR play or DVD <laughs> players or something off of a trailer. And now they're yeah. stealing. They're saving the fate of the world. Even in Fast Five, there's. Stealing a hundred million dollars. It all started like, with what Paul Walker ordering a tuna sandwich. <laughs> That's how this whole franchise started. Where would yeah. you have this in the ranks? I'm, of the I'm pulling up my uh, my list on Letterbox right now. Can we all I agree that Too Fast is like the worst? I, you know that that one plays on when I go to the gym. There's always a TV that has that on all the time. I'm sorry. And that's I like gotta go the, to your gym. Which gym do you go to? It's uh, right? Planet that's, Fitness. Okay, that and sounds good for me. It's a the perfect. Uh, setting for that movie <laughs> just have it on at the gym no complaints there ejecto cito i'm not i'm not gonna ask anyone to turn it off i'm just gonna look at, right. in between reps and be like oh there's paul walker no I mean, vin in this one yeah um vin was like yo i'm busy making my new franchise triple x i <laughs> yeah <laughs> which then he got kicked out of in the second hey return of xander cage is a dope movie i won't hear anything I, else. i've always wanted to see that i, I, haven't I seen love it, it honestly i saw it in dolby cinema and it was just absurd <laughs> like i i loved it centaur is filling out time here i will say there was one time that i was talking about because i grew up loving uh the triple x movies the first one specifically and then also stay at the union with ice cube because i was like Eight, and it was everything that I ever wanted was driving a car on railroad tracks. Um, but <laughs> there was one time we were together. I'm like, oh, man, we got to watch this. I'll put this on tonight. And I Googled triple X full movie. Do you know? Oh, what? no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. How old were you? This was like two years ago. Oh, this was, <laughs> oh okay. This was recently. I thought this was like when the first one came out. No. The Internet was still like relatively like, yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right, so I would I would go number one Fast Five, number two I'd actually put Furious Six, just because yep, I love right. how it's a fun movie. Bonkers it's, that movie it's, is. The twenty six mile air strip, is yeah, just and the great. fucking tank on the highway. The tank like, on the highway. Yeah, then ridiculous. Furious Seven, which I want to revisit because all I. I, I don't even know if I actually saw that movie because all I remember <laughs> is, is Paul Walker looking at the is camera. Is Paul Walker and, and like the fucking uh, cars off the uh, air right. in the air? In the I think middle that's the of best the, direction of the franchise. It's James Wan. James Wan. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Then I have Fate, um, and then Hobbs and Shaw, which uh, I don't know. Like, I think that this movie is better than. Fate. I think like almost objectively, it's like I feel better. like I, think I feel definitely. like I'm I mean it's uh, Leech or F. Gary Gray. So <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like I might yeah I might put Hobbs right above Fate because there's nothing honestly thinking back to Fate like it's it's honestly, car the, versus submarine. The best scenes in uh, Fate of the Furious is like the prison scenes with Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, yeah, like those are the best scenes yeah. in those movies. I think that there is like something that also I like about this this movie specifically in the franchise that usually a lot of these movies, they only really have one set piece, even as much as like I enjoy some of them. You just like think of one movie and you're just like, Oh, that's the car versus submarine movie or, Oh, that's the movie where they jump from right. building to building in the car. This movie has like three memorable set pieces. Mm-hmm. You can argue about how effective they are, but they are very memorable. Even like I still enjoyed the, um, Russian stuff before before everything went to shit and it just started exploding and causing World War Three. Yeah, I really I enjoyed like just the whole thing with them walking in and the the clip that's in the trailers of the two of them uh, 
having to go through parallel doors. And I did want to bring up before we end, one thing that I love about this movie is the use of parallelism. How that's like a whole driving force of this entire movie. It's set up in the very beginning with the split screen. And then these two people who they should be partners, but they're fighting completely like they're fighting indifferent to each other yeah. and it's reflected in their fighting styles yeah they're not the rock working together there, the they're rock comes individual. in there he's full heavy coming in their tank like just breaking people's heads open with his head well like even and, the way they do missions like he um david or um jason statham's character is like way more like a little bit like smoother the way he transitions but yeah, the rock like, just uses espionage spy and, and the, the rock just uses like brute force like yeah. he just the fact that he can headbutt people and like just do stupid shit to them like it's honestly hilarious yeah i i did i enjoyed that that was like that was a good piece of direction where it yeah. uses their character traits and it's also reflected in the shots that they're putting on camera yeah, yeah. also <laughs> uh <laughs> that being the, said this is the best movie of all time so. I, I i concur <laughs> one, obviously one of the jokes <laughs> that i actually did really like was uh mike mike oxmall oh my yeah that mike was oxmall, oxmall. <laughs> they, oh, did you stay for? Did you see the second one where it was he calls the police on Jason Statham in the post mid credit scene? No, it's like a huge anus or something like that. <laughs> and they like they're like storming his bar that he goes to with the weapons inside. So and wait, are there three? There's like a swatting post credit scenes. Yeah, there's like they're two, going full Marvel. There's just... the one like throughout the credits where he meets the families come together, yeah. and then there's yeah. the one the first one with Ryan Reynolds. I guess you guys saw. Yeah. yeah. And then there's another one where they he sent the SWAT team to Jason Statham's bar with the huge anus thing, and then there's another one where Ryan Reynolds stabs a guy with a brick. With a brick. And wow. That's it. Yeah. Man, I would love to see uh, uh, John Wick stab Ryan Reynolds with a pencil. Oof. See how the brick works there, man. So Damn. I, yeah, that's gonna be Fast Nine. Is get, put John Can Wick I in this universe. Just say I'm looking forward to Fast Nine only because Justin Lin's coming back, and he he did five, four, five, and six. Four, five, six. Yes. Yeah, and I I don't really care for four, but five and six I think are really great action. Yeah, movies. they're the best of the series, and I hope it kind of like brings it back to those feel because I I really like the tone and the vibes of five and six. So I hope he can bring it back to, like, that kind of vibe. Because mm -hmm. I feel like 8 kind of threw it off a little bit. Well, I mean, that's a whole thing that, like, 5 doesn't really have a villain necessarily. But in 6, like, you hate Shaw. Like, oh, Shaw's brother is, and, like, truly um, What's his name? Oh, Luke, Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's re genuinely a really yeah, good villain. And his car. I <laughs> like so how good. the car <laughs> matches the personality yeah. of the character. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to what the... Fast and Furious cinematic universe now. Fast goes has to in space. Store. I uh, mean, they're even talking about doing a. A while back, they were talking about doing like a Ludacris and Tyrese spinoff. I don't know if that's on the table anymore, but mm. gonna skip on that one. I'm gonna. I'm eh, gonna... It might be. It, maybe it'll be a character piece. <laughs> I would love you to know? see a Luda spinoff. Are you kidding just, me? Let's just get a, a, a grounded. What is what take. is Universal's streaming service going to be? Who knows? It'll be a straight know. to Universal they might do a streaming service. Dark film. Universe tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> Have Tom Cruise's The Mummy come in? Honestly, might as well. At this point, let's yeah. Do it. All right, let's <laughs> let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Follow us on social media at We Bought a Mike. Uh, what do you guys want to plug? Uh, follow me on Twitter and Letterbox at Hunt Mobley. I guess I'll do a rankings of the Fast and Furious movies. I'll throw that on there. But yeah, cool. Check it out, Adam. Uh, you can follow me at Adam J. Sidorius on Twitter, at Adam Sidorius on Letterboxd. Um, you can listen to the Critics Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, um, I think some other platforms. 
Um, it's and definitely on wanna, Spotify. Do you want to spell yeah. it for people? Oh, yeah. My bad. C-R-I-T-T-I-C-K-S. Critics. Yes. I did not come up with the name. All right. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hit us up with all your crazy takes on the film. Uh, if you saw it, or maybe if you didn't see it, you just pretend. I know you, you saw did. It. It's the biggest movie of all time. It's, yeah, it's a masterpiece, masterwork. Yeah. Uh, stick around for more fun things this month as the summer movie season comes to an end. We got some good segments lined up, and then heading into fall, a uh, little ways down the road, we got it chapter two. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, thanks for listening. See you later. Bye bye. Somebody pray for the guy, oh lord, I wonder what Michael's on. Sun damn new and shit, rapping, trapping, tripping, sitting, slipping, glue and chewing, Michael done. Shit have died, yelling, yolo was a lion, you a lion, wonder why you wanna die so young. You and I look just alike and I'ma breathe this one right, I might be like that I write a song. Lot of nigga wanna go out with a bang, but I ain't tryna go out at all. So I ain't tryna go out at all, got a lot of ideas to throw out the door. Last chance joint, gotta be a dance joint from an perspective.